What is up, world? John Shute here for another Anchor Podcast. Today, I am in Las Vegas, Nevada at the MJ BizCon, sitting here with Chris Equale, VP of Sales of Dr. Rob Farms. Chris, how are you doing today? Good. It's great. <laughs> I think, you know, we have, what, 40,000 crazy cannabis people descending upon the desert right Probably now. Probably so. 60, including the after parties and nonsense going we'll, around the city. We'll take it. You know, I was, um, we were checking into the Cosmo, and everyone has to remind you, like, there's no consumption happening in the hotels. So oh, it's yeah. Like, the same problems out here. Everyone's just like... They can tell you where to get it, but they can't tell you where to smoke it. And so when you put 45 or 50, 60,000 people here right now that are all trying to consume right now in Las Vegas, it's just like, where do you send them? So <laughs> yeah, it's just this big that. hodgepodge <laughs> where everyone could just descend on the Las Vegas Convention Center if they really wanted to and just confiscate. But I don't know. It's like, so you so I mean, I've been here a few times since it's became recreational here. And when I walk down the strip, I feel like it just smells like weed now. There's definitely an aroma. Um, the big thing right now is like, can they get consumption to happen within these resorts? Because that's the big mm. million dollar. Is there plan. anywhere you can consume here? You know, there's one consumption lounge, but really it's strictly to just private residences. So I think like you'll like a lot of the after parties that'll happen around here, they send people to kind of like these offsite locations just because consumption will be legal at that point. So, yeah. Um, it's tricky. It's its own quagmire, but you know, it's just like any other state. Everyone's figuring it out as they go. It just happens yeah. to be a fun week right now in December. For that sure. trying to figure it out. So it is what it is. Well, what's crazy is that um, you, I mean, as I mentioned before, you are VP of sales for Dr. Rob Farms, who is our first client ever. We're the inaugural pa- client? You are. You're our first client. You started Three years working ago. with us before I even joined yeah, the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, so it's really cool to be here. And what's really interesting is that you live in Vegas, but you're doing sales and wearing a bunch of hats over in California for the Dr. Rob Farms organization. And I know I kind of want to dive into kind of right off the back is just tell me about the new facility and what you guys got going on. Oh, my gosh. So this has been like three years in the making. So we can finally see the end tape. So just everyone's just tails are starting to wag right now over it. And we're just super geeking out. But um, I mean, just a little bit of context. So like Robbie is the first Ph.D. in, in plant biology, emphasis in environmental horticulture and a specific expertise in hydroponic crop optimization for cut flower production and controlled environment agriculture from UC Davis. It's How many like, times have you said that before? I had to Bart Simpson it on a chalkboard, <laughs> like write it 100 times like I'm in detention, like my first day just so I can get it down. But um, I think just shorting it wouldn't be, you know, doing him justice. It's, you know, he had to. I think to get a PhD, you have to reinvent the wheel and actually create something new and innovative to, you know, to ag science. And Robbie did just that. So, uh, you know, we take pride in the three letters at the end of his name. So, yeah, um, but as he should. Yeah. And I mean, like, I don't know if you're, you're a Marvel fan, but like, yeah, I just I watched uh, Avengers Endgame on the way on the plane here. Awesome. So, like, <laughs> you know, the concept for us is like if you're working with Tony Stark, like, how do we construct his Iron Man suit, right? Mm. And, I mean, we think there's a perfect What ideal. an analogy there. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but you can put anybody in the Iron Man suit. Yeah. And maybe they would do okay. But if you put Tony Stark, who created the Iron Man suit, mm. well, I mean, that's just, that's just a Marvel Avenger, right? It so, is. Um, we created this concept that we're calling hybrid indoor. So it's really a, a, a marriage of the best of both indoor and outdoor worlds. So... You have your indoor enthusiasts that would say, okay, well, you know, we like crop uniformity. We like controlled environment, and that's you're going to get the best flower from indoor. Yeah. But your outdoor enthusiasts are going to say the sunshine 
the sun is going to be the best source of you know of, of resource for the plant. Yeah, it's natural. Yeah, it's always been that it's way for be hundreds that, and thousands of years. Oh yeah, that Mendocino sunshine taste like it's just going to be a better tasting flower. So we wanted to create everything that you would get from the controlled environment of an indoor grow environment, but typically where you would see a translucent or a, an opaque roof, we make it translucent. So full spectrum sun's able to feed the plant. So. The facilities that we're, you know, architecting right now that are about to go live at the end of this month are um, everything you would get from temperature, humidity control, automated blackout shades, micro CO2 injection, all driven by artificial intelligence. And then yeah, I remember early on watching videos of Robbie doing micro CO2 injection um, on outdoor, like just outdoor. Oh, it's um, wild. Micro, yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. You know, there's a company we're really bullish on right now that we're seeing, you know, they're seeing A to X yields just by using just uh, uh, CO2 within an outdoor environment. So to think about how we're going to be able to corral that all within an indoor environment, um, I'll, I'll leave the company unnamed, but their, uh, their concept is they have environmental triggers or controls that they sense anytime the plant stomata opens up a little bit, they'll yeah. just spray a little bit of CO2. So it's this artificial intelligence engine that you know, creates that perfect juxtaposition of like Robbie's green thumb, but augmenting that with AI. And it's just like, that's crazy. Whoa. So, uh, so yeah, we think we're just going to have like just a quality there, of flower. That, would you say that there's an, in, like, is there an environmental side of things too? Yeah, I think, you know, it's definitely going to be the most sustainable canaplex um, in, in, you know, at least California, we think North America. Um, but that goes a little bit beyond just the facility we're creating that's going to play into, you know, the, the, the master development. It's about 160 acre master development. So uh, it's going to have it's everything. Huge. Oh, it's massive. It's going to be. I can't wait to come visit. We're you'll gonna... smell it, I'm sure, driving down the 10 on your way to Coachella <laughs> if you're a big music festi, but. Um, you know, just, just right there, right in the heart of uh, Desert Hot Springs. It's, uh, it's going to have like a wellness resort with an amphitheater on site with on site consumption. There's going to be a brewery. What? There's going to be. At the facility where the grow is. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. How it's, are you even going to come back to Vegas from that, man? It's, it's going to be crazy to think about. <laughs> what? I, I don't know. I'm moving to Cali immediately. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, its own, like, it's going to be its own beast. But um, with, you know, just everything about it, it's, it's, we're really excited about it. I think the tax revenue alone is going to be able to inject about $20 million a year into the, the city of Desert Hot Springs, which we're also really proud to contribute. But, um, but yeah, I mean, just from from a flower perspective too, like yeah. What's some what's some of your favorite strains coming out? I know you've been sending you know, me and Katie some pictures, and they're yeah. looking really good. Yeah, you know, we have an R and D facility we're currently operational on, so it allows us to test cultivars kind of side by side. And uh, you know, our, our resident green thumb has been super geeking out over. Um, and who's that? Uh, Zach Newman. Wolfman. So, the the Wolfman. Wolfman. Yeah, look him up. He's great. Um, <laughs> you know, he's our post harvest biology. Wolfman savant. Zach. <laughs> That's our guy. And uh, just everything about him. He's also our qualitative assessment expert, which means he tries it and lets us know what he thinks. So <laughs> perfect. It's the opinion we trust the most. Um, but, you know, we're, we're, we're working with a bunch of different nurseries right now. We love this uh, cult of our Midnight Splendor. Um, you know, it's working really well within a Sea of Green style grow that we're doing. Um, we're, we're really bullish on, you know, strawberry banana is going to be a high yielder for us. Robbie. Mm, that's my favorite strain. Yeah. Yeah, strawberry banana. You got to come and just take a whiff of pod 41. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it'll be a nice, uh, nice 25 pound yield coming down on that. So, um, so, so you're, yeah. so yeah, so you guys are releasing your new prepackaged flower in the new year. Yeah, so we'll be going to market with that. Um, you know, I think California will be very excited for it because, you know, I think a lot of the benefit to them is us being able to, 
mitigate our costs and keep costs low, but to be able to have just top-notch quality indoor flowers. Yeah. So we, we feel like we're cracking the egg on full-spectrum indoor, mm. which... Um, which is the future. Which, yeah, I mean, you know, the market adoption right now, people know they're full-spectrum vapes if they're interested in, you know, if they're a vape purchaser. And I think, um, you know, we think that'll be the easiest way for, uh, for a consumer to walk into the door of a dispensary and to wrap their minds around what full-spectrum indoor flower would be. So, yeah. um, and like anything, you know, it's going to come with education, but... Um, we just feel that, you know, I mean, you live in Colorado, you guys are light years ahead of us just from like a savviness perspective on this flower. And, you know, we want to bring, you know, California deserves better. It's definitely, it, yeah, but it's interesting you brought up cause I was going to dive into, it is, it is interesting living in Colorado, experiencing that market on the day to day, but having clients all over the country, whether it be California, Oregon, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Florida. Yeah. Um, and they're all so different. And it's crazy, the perspective of not only the businesses, but the consumer, the bud tender, the style of the dispensaries, the flow of like business, a business at the dispensaries because the level or tier of bud tender. So what I kind of want to get to is how do you see the future of the California kind of market steering? I mean, we hope we can take a bite out of what's happening in Colorado. I think right now, you know, California is the fifth largest economy in the world. Yeah. And it's massive. It's, it's massive. Insane. A lot of dollars are pumping into a lot it. Of the, a lot of the cannabis dollars in Colorado, I would say, is like 80, it has to be like 80% Denver, whereas like you guys have 30 Denvers throughout the state. You know what I mean? Sure. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> you know, I think right now um, it, the, the soar to just at least the cultivator side of things, just because you know, we're big plant enthusiasts mm-hmm. and there's only so much that you can do out of certain cultivars from a, a potency level genetically. Yeah. yeah. And when you're dealing with such a THC percentage geared state that, you know, they want the best bang for their buck. Yep. And it's that, been like that always there. Oh yeah. And you know, we want to, we want to flood the market with like a really good Durban poison or, uh, just, just, you know, some of these flowers that like from, from a, from a can of sore perspective that they're just starving for. But mm. I mean, you know, you're not going to get a great Durban poison. That's or, or an authentic rather Durban poison. That's going to test over 20%. That's yeah. just not the cultivar. Yeah. But it's not the way it goes. Will buyers allow that on their shelves. Are they going to be, you know, keeping that from their consumers? That's what we're seeing right now. So um, I think it's just going to Which take is that, crazy. Yeah, and it's that level of savviness that I think California needs to catch up to Colorado yeah. for. But, I mean, you got to probably see so much, especially with so many states that are in their infancy stages learning to crawl right now. Oh, yeah, we work. Walk. Well, I mean, yeah, we work with, like I said, we meant, I'm, like a few of the states I just mentioned are, like, super immature. Um, Colorado's is so interesting because we have such a – everyone is pretty much a canosaur at this point or a cbd Um So everyone knows what type of, like, entourage effect that they're looking for from the – type of cannabis they're consuming so like not only do you have a more educated consumer at a larger scale but it's like a way more educated bud tender too there's a really high turnover rate just like any other state really with bud tenders on average but still the like the processes and sops that all the bud tenders go through there are obviously in like the most educated kind of mature market oh sure so, and there's just there is like I, I i mean i'm not sure like the exact population but like i said it's like we have denver and there's there's boulder but like you guys have how many cities that have a ton of dispensaries? I mean, like Los Angeles alone is like insane. Last I checked, I think the total addressable market for California alone is about 900 or so licenses. 
whether that's retailers or delivery services. And it's just, you know, the within each one of those, I mean, give or take 10, you know, we'll call them bud tenders, wellness consultants that are just, yeah. that are there too. And I think, you know, just everything you just mentioned by, you know, really wanting to explore the minor cannabinoids and yeah. uh, just rich terpene profiles. Yep. Like that's the, that's the entourage and the, the actual medicinal side of things. And like, People, if people can learn their dose and their formula and like what works for them, that's what that's how the, I think the industry should be progressing. Not like who can pump out the shittiest product for like the cheapest price. It's like no, like the like we should be providing people with like medicine oh, and yeah. like you know, even if you don't okay, you don't have like cancer, you don't have um, arthritis or but like everyone's stressed out. Like you know what I mean? Every we have to, like the society we live in. Like cannabis is such a great alternative to help from that negative perspective or people falling into depression or you know people go to therapy and use cbd to help with anxiety and that's the way i want to see the industry going and that's why we work with people like you guys who are so passionate and believe in that kind of brighter future for the industry sure you know i I wish that i wish that you know robbie was you know running the whole country (laughs) you know what i mean and people had that perspective and that education and like that level of product and like the opportunity, you know, which yeah. not everyone has. Yeah. I mean, you know, for us, I think there's 120 known cannabinoids. Yeah. And we think the University of British Columbia has discovered another 21 or so. Yeah. I, I, yeah. And like, I, I, someone was telling me that. It's, it's pretty wild. Like when you think like as a market and, and I don't think this is California alone, but we really only focus on two. You got THC and you have CBD. Yeah, it's, there's so many more. Like and, CBG has been my new favorite oh, one. Yeah. I there, love it. There is just depth to this plant that has yet to be tapped and I think like when you know when, when working with a scientist like Ravi like you know his his constant excitement is going to be around innovation and mm-hmm. continuing to discover this and like we feel like you know the market at some point is going to want a flower that tests at 18% THC and 10% CBD and you have like the euphoria effects of the THC but with the anti-anxiety effects of CBD and then um, all the minor cannabinoid profiles too that you can start to elevate and lift up and I think that sort of illumination into what this flower can truly do like you can't tap into some of these things without actually harnessing the sun so yeah um, just from just from a, a cultivation perspective like we don't want to you know we don't want to we don't want to cuff ourselves and I think uh, we're always going to want to push the limitations of what's possible and it just gives us such a benefit to be able to give Robbie just so much research and development territory as well for him to be able to test like different nutrient delivery systems and different side-by-side analyses and if we had two pods John just like let's use your strawberry banana for an example yeah within a two 40-foot grow containers but one we want to use different co2 levels than others and we can actually test out the different yields potencies what happens how the size of the a buds the denseness of the nugs and we can actually continue to create optimal grow environments moving forward it's like you just can't your processes just keep refining over time i mean we'll never be perfect but we can continue to chase yeah, those high percentage that. play right and, and you have the best person doing that of course you have so. the iron man and the iron suit yeah i love yeah, that we got, we got the iron suit going um, so, yeah. so is there anyone we'll wrap things up here i mean that was great um yeah thank you so much for doing this is there anyone you want to give a little shout out to before we close up here or? you know just everyone here man like everyone traveled from like far let's and name wide. everyone off real quick oh That's my like- gosh <laughs> all forty-five thousand people let's go no, yeah but like dude i mean you think like countries are starting to, to yeah there's this t- i've already heard three different languages it's been I've, I've been here for 40 minutes like. i've met people from portugal from greece from uh the small island of malta it's like this yeah. is insane people have got like 
like my my fiance works at uh I'm sorry, I'm like I know we want to wrap this up, but my no, fiance no. works at uh, uh, a restaurant at Bellagio. She said MJ Biz like five years ago used to just be like tie dye T shirts. Yep, hippies. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got to get a haircut now and shit, yeah. dude. I'm like, God, got to shave. Now like. it's like suits and black cards, mm-hmm. and it's it's crazy where this industry has come. And it's you know, crusaders like you guys have started this off and kicked things off that you know brings things like this to light, and it's just you know it's appreciated. So shout oh, out to you. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to you, man. Well, Chris, I really appreciate the time, man. Um, you know, again, we're super thankful to be working with you guys and uh, looking forward to the bright future, man. Awesome, brother. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah, well, everyone have a good rest of your day, week, night, whatever it is. Sending positive vibes out to the world and we'll catch you again next time.